Good evening, All That Matters listeners, and thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to connect with me, Dr. A, here on another weekly episode of All That Matters. As a gentle reminder, our IGMA brand concept for each podcast is to interview and discuss all that matter topics with our special guests who are committed to sharing great insight, resources, answers, tips, and or strategies to help empower individuals and organizations seeking to cope or sustain ourselves, especially during times of uncertainty, namely because we maintain here at IGMA, the topics that we discuss on our talk show really do matter to our listeners. So without any further ado, I have the awesome pleasure of hanging out with our very special guest here today, and her name is Miss Van Carter a renowned broker and real estate property management sales professional. I could say a whole lot more, but rather than let me say it, Ms. Carter, how are you doing today? I am doing very, very well. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, the pleasure is really all ours. Before we get started, I have the tendency to jump right in talking, but I think it's only befitting, Ms. Carter, that I at least give you a chance to share with our amazing audience a little bit about your background. Would you do that for us? Okay, yes, sure. All right, my name is Van Carter. I am out of Florida, Orlando, Florida. I am currently a licensed real estate broker in Florida. I've been licensed since 2015 in the real estate industry. That includes sales and property management. And I've been in affordable housing, which is one of my major passions for 23 years now. Um, Started out in affordable housing um, at a younger age. And, um, you know, I I have a, a, a story behind my passion Um, So I got in it, stuck with it, and I've enjoyed it. And I pretty much have worked in multiple positions in affordable housing from on-site property management um, to, of course, on the finance and um, core applications for affordable housing, um, you know, just multifamily housing sectors. So just various positions and every position that I've been in, in the field, I've loved it. Um, So that's what I've done for the past 23 years. And I'm still actively, although I'm a broker and I'm in real estate, I'm still actively in the affordable housing property management sector as well. I'll never give it up because it's my passion. You know, I'm so glad to hear you use one of my favorite words, our passion. I think it's so nice when you can get up every day, of course, and be grateful for that day and recognize it's a present, but you're the gift. You're the gift to society. And although we recently met, I don't mind if you share a little bit more about how you got into affordable housing. You're such a young, beautiful woman. Why don't you tell our audience how you got into affordable housing of all the aspects of real estate? Oh, um, yes. So I got into affordable housing. Actually, a little bit um, of my story comes from just basically the the background of I myself was a young mother that needed affordable housing. So when I turned 18, I was already a mom. And I was actually, to be honest, truth be told, living 
from house to house. I didn't have my own place. So technically, you could consider that as being homeless. Um, you know, I slept on friends' couches. My child and I slept on a cousin's couch. Um, you know, I was working at the time in the fast food industry. And I kept saying, I've got to get my own place. I've got to get my own place. I was determined to do that. But of course, with trying to apply and get my own place, I kept running into the concept of just finding apartments that weren't in my budget. I wasn't making a whole lot because, of course, I was working in the fast food industry. So at the time, I was like, I need something that's going to be affordable for me. You know, and I just didn't know where to start because I kept going to all these different communities and the rents were just not in line with what I was making. And at the time, of course, my transportation was public, you know, public transportation. I met a young lady on on a route going to work and her and I just started talking and I told her, I said, I'm, I'm in the process of just trying to get my own place you know, trying to find something, but the rents out here are not favorable for, you know, what I can afford. And that young lady told me, she said, why don't you try the community where I'm living? I've been there for a year. She said, but somebody else told me about it. She said, they have a program um, for low-income families, contact them. And I contacted that community, which I had never heard of this program before, Never knew about affordable housing, but I contacted the community and they told me all about the program. Um, I applied for an apartment. The young lady that was working in the rental office, um, she just extended her generosity with just helping me. She knew, of course, I was going to be, you know, I was a first time renter. You know, I, I didn't know anything. I needed guidance. And she took the time to help me going through that application process, letting me know, okay, well, you need to bring this back or we need this, or this is what we're going to need um, to get you qualified. So went through all the steps. She got me qualified. And I then at that point got my first very apartment in affordable housing. I had a two bedroom, two bathroom apartment and my rent at the time and, 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 People will probably laugh now because rents are nowhere near this amount, $356 a month. So that was definitely a rent that I can afford. Here I was, single mother, struggling to just kind of make ends meet. And of course, I just so happened to bump into this young lady on the bus and she gave me this information and the young lady at the community extended her generosity by just helping me and assisting me through that process. I was so happy that me and my son had a place now of our own. It made me feel so good that at that point I said, you know what? I said, I need to let other people know that there's programs out there that's like this. I, 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 I need to know more about this program and how does it work? And does other communities have this? Is this the only community that have it? You know, and I was like, this is, this is something I need to know. I'm like, I need to tell other friends that's struggling too about it. So, you know, I went back to the leasing office and the young lady that was working there, she gave me more information about it. And she was like, yeah, refer more people. And then at this point, she was like, do you want to get into this field? She was like, we, we've got a part-time position coming up, you know, and I was like, I don't have any experience. And she was like, we'll train you. And I was like, what? I'm like, 
okay. You know, I'm like, fine. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to get a job in this. I'm like, all right, this is going to be great. And from there, that's when it started. Oh and my goodness, wait a minute before you even this. talk about when it's, oh my gosh, your passion. Oh my goodness, yes. ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, I get caught up. Miss Carter, I hear your passion and we're going to get ready to take a quick break. But oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, if you're under the sound of my voice and you can call somebody to tell me, they may want to chime in because Miss Carter is about to take us on a full-fledged journey. She's already opened up her heart, what happened to her, what brought her into affordable housing. And now on top of that, she got an opportunity. All I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, as we get ready to take this quick break, Miss Carter, if you will, just hold that thought and we're going to take a quick break to give our listeners an opportunity to grab a pen because you said something and we're in the month of resolution, I like to call it, even though it's a national holiday. My birthday's coming up, New Year's Eve. Oh, let me get back. So I want to say when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to have you, Miss Carter, if you don't mind, share with our listeners what they too can do to take advantage of some of the blessings that have come your way. Is that okay? Yes, ma'am. Yes, indeed. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking that quick break with us. You know, I'm sitting here in awe. I have the most amazing woman sitting before me, Miss Carter. You were saying some things before the break, and I must admit, we cannot jump right into going past that. We got to pick up from there. So why don't you share with us, what did it take for you to get into the real estate industry? How someone maybe that, what, what do we need? Do I need a college degree? You know, you know what? Let me just let you talk. Take it away from here. <laughs> yes, yes. So I got into, of course, affordable housing in the property management industry, um, without a college degree, um, by the way, just let me mention, I am a college dropout, wasn't able to, um, I'm not going to say I wasn't able to um, finish, I'm just, of course, didn't get around to finishing because life happens, of course, we know. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. <laughs> when things happen, of course, you know, like, as people say, life hands us lemon, you know, we make, you know, good old sweet lemonade with it. So, and, and, and that's what I did. So, but getting into, of course, property management, um, all I needed was, of course, my high school diploma, and that's what I had. Um, and basically, I had no experience at all whatsoever. And you can get into property management just one and the same with no experience. I got into, when, when it comes to property management, I got into the, what they call the multifamily sector which is, of course, apartment communities. So that was my very first um, take at affordable housing, and it was at an apartment community. So I worked at a, an affordable housing apartment community, and I started out as a leasing consultant. And in today's market, when it comes to a leasing consultant, um, you don't need experience. Um, most of the time they'll ask, you know, if you've got, you don't necessarily need leasing experience, but if you've got some type of customer service experience and most companies are looking for that because they just want to know, of course, do you have some type of experience dealing with people and people skills, but no, you do not need a college degree. You basically just need to have the love and the passion for helping people in this industry. If you're the type of person that says, I believe in, of course, 
providing someone with housing. I believe in seeing people with housing and not seeing someone homeless or someone going through a situation of about to become homeless. All you need to have is the love for people in, in that passion. And if you have it, then you'll do great in, 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 this, in this sector, in this career, because technically that's what it takes. That's what it takes. I mean, you, you, can have a no, you can have the knowledge and the experience, but if you don't have the people skills and then the love for helping people, then this is not, this wouldn't be the career for you. You know, before you go a step further, you said something and you sort of tried to put yourself as if you didn't achieve. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're one of those people and you started college and it hasn't come to fruition yet, don't beat yourself up because Miss Carter has just told us you don't necessarily have to have a degree. And so, Miss Carter, I just need to help you understand you're awesome in your own right. So don't feel like you have to have a degree because baby cakes, you are not just making lemons. You're making, as you say, sweet Southern lemonade. So keep talking about what that looks like. I know you've got real estate background, continuing education. You're helping people. What does it take? First of all, back up. Share with the people because they're going to want to know how to get to you. Let's go ahead and put your spelling of your name and your contact information because somebody is not able to take notes. They're driving. So why don't you share with us your contact information before we go any further? Okay. All right. Name is Van Carter, V-A-N-C-A-R-T-E-R. Um, and um, people can reach me, of course, by social media. I'm underneath Facebook, Van Carter. Um, Instagram is the housing hero. Um, my real estate firm is Carter Dean Realty. You can reach me by email, realtorvancarter at gmail.com. Um, our website is www.carterdeanresidential.com. So um, any of those ways, um, the people can definitely um, connect um, with me. Absolutely. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm feeling more comfortable in saying, Tell us when we get to your website, are you in a position, first of all, if I wanted to get into the real estate field, do I need to be in your state or how do I connect with you now that I've got your confirmation of information? What do I need to have when I have my first conversation with you to take advantage of and get where you are in life? Okay. All righty. If you're looking to get into the real estate field, I'm currently licensed in the in the state of Florida as a licensed broker. Um, I'm currently working on my broker license in the state of Georgia and in also North Carolina. Um, so hopefully, of course, um, in the near future, um, I'll be licensed in those two other states, but currently in Florida. Um, once a person decides that, you know, if that's something they're definitely interested in, they can go to my website, there is a tab on there where they can actually click a link to schedule a consultation for um, with me to actually schedule um, a time for us to speak about, you know, them pursuing a real estate career. Um, and it would be, of course, me speaking on them getting their license in the state of Florida, because, of course, that's where I'm currently actively a broker at. Um, so when it comes to other states, I'm not licensed in those other states. So of course I, you know, I can't get them to that point of being licensed um, 
you know, in other states, but definitely for sure in Florida. So they can click that link to a consultation with me. The consultation is free. Um, there's also a tab on there um, where it says, get your real estate license. Um, we have online um, real estate um, education um, where they can actually click that link and sign up for their online course um, to take the pre-licensing course for Florida. Um, if that's an option that they want to. And then we also have in-person um, classes um, where I can resource them out to take the class in person as well. Ooh, you know, we're in our new norm. And this online stuff definitely has my attention. As an online educator, I can't stress enough. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not hearing her, granted, Ms. Carter, you might not be able to help them if they're in a totally different state outside of the Georgia, uh, as you stated, you were getting ready to get North Carolina and uh, Georgia, I'm sorry, outside of Florida. But surely, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna share with you, you might wanna still give her a call because she is so resourceful. I had the pleasure of listening to you not long ago, uh, working with another colleague, and I must say, her passion, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you're hearing it, but we're going to get ready to take a break, and I want you to go to her website, because if she can't help you get into your state, maybe it's time for you to consider Florida. Now, I'm just saying, is that a safe assumption, Ms. Carter? That, that's a safe assumption. That's right. <laughs> I love it because when I was there, you guys had continuing education. Uh, those courses, retaining their real estate license or getting them. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I could talk and I know I'm supposed to be quiet and let the, our speaker speak. So we're going to get ready to take a second break here. But when we come back, Ms. Carter, you've at least informed us how to connect with you. What about some of those other initiatives that you're working on that may be outside of Florida? Can you talk about that when we come back on our next break? Oh, most definitely. I cannot wait to share with you guys what we are working on for affordable housing. Yes, definitely. All right, y'all, you heard it from the master. Ms. Carter is about to break open the secret sauce. So get your pens, come right back, and we will be right back to continue this rich conversation with Ms. Van Carter. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for taking that quick break. As you can imagine, I am sitting here, sitting on the edge of my seat because Ms. Carter is getting ready to share with us a brand new initiative she just became a part of, and it's regarding affordable housing. So Ms. Carter, I am not gonna steal your thunder. Take us to that point in your time where you've already been released to empower people all the more. Okay, fantastic. So yes, definitely. So I recently made a connection with um, Dr. William Paul, and he is the founder of PC real estate firm. So I have connected with him because um, we both share a major passion when it comes to affordable housing. And of course, just being able to um, help individuals that are in low income housing or of no income be able to provide them with adequate housing and then help those that are homeless at this time or, you know, about to be homeless. So Dr. Paul and I shared this, this passion and, you know, we talked about, you know, the things that we could do to just 
you know, make things better in affordable housing. Affordable housing is great, but yes, we've noticed there's some things that, of course, can be changed. Um, as you all know, currently right now, um, we have a major problem in our country currently um, with, of course, the homeless population. There's many that are homeless. And then currently, of course, you know, COVID didn't make anything any better. Um, the situation right now with pending evictions, pending foreclosures. So that's going to make things even more worse right now in today's time. So we're already struggling with a, a high homeless population rate. And then, of course, unfortunately, with the things that are pending, um, things could get worse before they get better. Um, and that's where we have decided to come together and say, hey, let's do something about this homeless population, this homeless situation that we have. So we have decided to connect together and start what is called the HOPE Project. The HOPE Project was birthed out of love. So this is definitely, I give Dr. William Paul all the credit because this is, this is definitely his vision. I am just joining in and I'm thankful to be a part of it where we're going to be able to do such phenomenal things in affordable housing. So the HOPE Project, which HOPE stands for Helping Our People Excel. So, and that's what we're on a mission to do in affordable housing. We're on a mission to help our people excel in today's life in affordable housing. So with that HOPE project, we are going to do many things for communities all throughout the United States. One being number one in the affordable housing realm. We believe that if we work together, we can bridge the gap from homelessness to affordable housing. It can be done. And that's what we're on a mission to do. So our first, our first mission that we're going to actually launch is called the Veterans MIA Housing Initiative. And that initiative, we've actually, it, we've actually started working everything in the background so this is going to definitely pretty much kick off within the next month. We have gone, of course, and got in our 501c3 for the real estate firm. So we are excited about that. Um, currently, we are going to be the largest nonprofit real estate firm, of course, in the affordable housing realm. So that is great, excellent news to be able to do some things and put things in motion um, to, like I said, bridge this gap. Absolutely. Now <laughs> Before you go far, though, I'm so excited. I'm taking notes. The program itself is called the HOPE Initiative, um, it's, helping it's, our um, people. Yeah. It's the HOPE Project. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's the HOPE Project, and it's helping our people excel. Ooh, I like that already. And then you said one of the first initiatives is between veterans and it's, the MIA. Yep. What does that stand for? Yep. What is so it missing? Yes. So the Veterans MIA Housing Initiative, that MIA um, 
basically for those of us, of course, that knows military terms, um, stands for, you know, initially missing in action. So that missing in action, we brainstormed a little and we said, you know, when soldiers, of course, they go to war, things happen, of course, MIA means missing in action. Well, we're going to use that same acronym, but we're saying now missing in America. So the concept is these are veterans, these men and women who've served our country, they're now home and they're back home in the United States, but currently most of them are in a state of needing assistance, needing our help. They've gone out, they've served for our country, they come back, now they need us, they need us. And we've realized that the majority of the homeless population makes up of veterans in the United States. We have a major problem. A lot of the veterans are um, in it right now in a, in a homeless state when it comes to the population in most shelters. So that's the problem that we're seeing. So that MIA stands for now missing in America. So these I have, veterans- ooh, you know, I got to stop you right there. That is such a needed initiative because while they've been missing in action, but the fact that they are here right living underneath us sometimes under bridges as you say that you know people have this misconception of what homelessness is but i think you said earlier when you're homeless if you don't have a spot of your own you might as well consider yourself homeless but i applaud you guys i have to put a plug in and say congratulations on having recently received your 501c3 is this not the first real estate licensed real estate company that you're aware of that has its own 501c3? I've not known of any others. Is this the first? I've not known of any others. This is the first and the Ooh, largest. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. And you keep referring to the us. Now, when you say us, if I want to connect with this initiative, do I have to be a real estate agent or have my own? You know, I know we're going to get ready to take a break, but we, we, you got to tell us the people that are listening may want to connect. And I know there's got to be more to this story. Am I correct? Yes, there is definitely more to this housing initiative. Yes, there is. Awesome. So yes. ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you, go ahead and get your pens and your paper ready because we've only got one more segment in this episode, ladies and gentlemen, and you're going to want to take notes. Am I correct in sharing that they're going to want to write down? They, they are going to want to write this information down because what we're about to do is going to change lives. Oh, so as we get ready for this final break, ladies and gentlemen, get your pens out. We're going to come back and be students in the class of, we're going to call her, we're just going to name her Dr. Dr. Carter, for the sake of time, Dr. Carter, we're going to need you to take us to the promised land, and we're going to come right back and be ready to write whatever information you can share with us so that as the new year begins to unfold, we can close out on the old and say, we ready. Is that all right with you? That's all right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so we will be right back. Come back ready to write. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, put your seatbelts on because Ms. Carter is getting ready to share with us the who, what, when, where, and how, what it is that we need to do. So I will not continue to talk. Somebody under the sound of our voice, Ms. Carter, needs to know what's our next step in this whole initiative. Take us there, please. Okay. All righty. So yeah, um, just want to get into the Veterans MIA Housing Initiative and basically the, the breakdown of it and what we're actually going to be doing to help these veterans get off the streets. So with this initiative, um, we're actually going to um, go to HUD, of course, um, with our nonprofit real estate firm. And this is gonna be underneath our PC real estate firm and obtain, of course, um, homes from HUD. So we're looking to actually obtain 2,000 homes to, to start with. And what we're planning on doing with these homes is actually utilizing these homes to house homeless veterans. So how we're going to do that um, at the time we're going to get these homes and we plan on connecting with HUD and, and connecting with the VA um, to actually utilize the HUD bash program. So of course the HUD bash program is a housing choice voucher program that is of course administered by HUD and it is ran by the VA office. Um, and it's basically that initiative is to help get veterans off the streets to provide veterans with low income housing. And what veterans are able to do with that voucher is they're able to actually take that voucher and go with that voucher because it's a housing choice voucher and find a place of their own, any place of their choice to be able to actually um, to rent, whether it's a apartment, whether it's a single family home, um, they're able to take that voucher and go and find them a place. Well, there's a couple of things that's involved with that. The voucher program itself is a wonderful program, but when it comes to that veteran, that veteran applying um, for that apartment or for maybe that home, they still have to meet the requirements of that community or that um, private landlord. So with most communities, they do of course a screening, and, you know, there's a, a credit screening process, there's a background process um, for criminal background, there's um, a previous residential um, history process. Um, and a lot of times, if you don't have those things, then, you know, maybe you'll need a co-signer or things like that, or have to pay a higher deposit. But in this situation, most of our homeless veterans, they don't meet those criterias. So that's the problem that we're still having. You know, they're able to get these vouchers, but they don't meet the criteria to move into some of these apartments. They're not able to get approved. And when you think of the, the concept of that, where the apartment community may have a certain credit score, well, you got to think about it. At the time of that homeless veteran, a lot of times they're not thinking about their credit and keeping up with their credit. So their credit may not be favorable. So that's an issue. They're denied. They don't have the, the, the credit standards. 
or if their credit is not up to par, then maybe the apartment community wants, you know, a full month security deposit or two month security deposit. A lot of times our homeless veterans, they don't have that kind of money. Sometimes they'll ask for residential history, previous residential history, where they, they've been homeless a while, they don't have that either. Or of course, if the veteran has come back home and then of course they've gotten into some type of criminal activity and gotten a DUI, well, the apartment community, their screening may say, okay, you've got criminal background, you don't meet our criteria. So that becomes a problem where a veteran has this voucher and still they're not able to get a place to stay. We want to change that. We want to change that. Our actual concept on that is why not allow these veterans to have an opportunity at housing? We want to be able to actually form our own management company underneath our PC real estate firm, our a nonprofit firm. And actually, we're going to be the ones to do our own in-house screening. And we won't have those strict credit guidelines. We won't have the strict guidelines for rental history or, of course, the, the strict guidelines where if they don't meet the credit criteria where they're going to have to pay a two-month security deposit or a month security deposit, knowing that that homeless veteran, they don't have it. So, you know, we're definitely working towards we're going to take that housing choice voucher, but also we're going to have our own screening methods in place to be able to still give that veteran an opportunity to get approved for housing. And oh, my God. Oh, wait a minute. You yeah. guys are, you're on to something. You're going to make it possible where they've already been denied when they're applying, going through the screening. You guys are creating your own in-house screening process. So yes. You're positioning them almost to win. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. And, okay. and that and that is what we're trying to do. Okay. We're what we're trying to do. Our our belief is that everyone deserves a home. Everyone deserves a home. Everyone mm -hmm. deserves a home. So so how do how do we connect? I know we could go on and on with this. I got to get people to you. How do I get people connected, calling businesses, individuals? What do we need to do? Please tell okay. us. Okay. Yes, yes. So if you're looking to connect with us, um, because we're definitely, we're, we're taking this initiative um, and we're going to, um, we're starting off, in, we're, we're going to start off in Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, California. And then, of course, we're looking to move into other states. Our vision is to definitely and goal is to be in every, every state in the United States. So that's our goal at the end of the day, to see PC real estate firm in every single state in the United States. So if anybody's interested in joining in on this mission, helping us with this initiative um, to move forward to house veterans, um, because that is our, that's our first housing initiative that we're starting. Um, from there, um, it's veterans first because we do recognize that, you know, homeless veterans makes up one of the major, you know, populations in the United States today. Um, but we're not stopping there. You know, we're not stopping there and we're not just stopping at veterans. 
So, you know, after veterans, our next housing initiative that we're going to do, we're going to do aging out of foster care young adults. There's a need there as well. And then from there, we're going to do, you know, um, general population, men, women, um, you know, anyone that is in need of housing. So, you know, we are not just stopping at helping just specifically veterans. We are, like I said, this is our um, project, Project Hope, helping our people excel. And that is people in general, that's everybody. So if you're looking to connect with us to, to get started um, with this initiative, you can reach us, um, go to our website, pcrealestatefirm.com and check out our website. We've actually, we've got videos on there. We've got information about the Veterans MIA Housing Initiative. We've got the complete narrative of the breakdown um, of the program, how it's gonna be ran, everything that we're gonna do is for us housing um, these veterans. So the whole um, narrative is there. So check that out. Um, we also have, of course, you know, videos and things like that um, to just kind of help educate people on our mission and what we're doing. So check us out. That's pcrealestatefirm.com. And then if you're looking to, of course, um, connect with us and you want further information or you're looking to say, I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready to join you guys team. I'm ready to join you guys team because that's what we're looking for. We are looking for people to join in on this mission. Um, you guys can email us at wdpaul at pcrealestatefirm.com. That's wdpaul at pcrealestatefirm.com. And then a contact phone number is 334-552-1119. That's 334-552-1119. Wow, I could go on and on. And I know I'm supposed to get off this call. Ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Carter, thank you. Thank you on behalf of every listener because you've shared some vital information. If we're about to change the trajectory of how we've been maneuvering in 2021 and we want to propel into our purpose in 2022, that of helping others, we've got your information. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it straight from Ms. Carter. Ms. Carter, all I can do is say thank you on behalf of all of our listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, please don't stop here with just listening. Take advantage of the resources shared by Ms. Carter. And until our next episode of All That Matters, to keep my position here within the station, I have to make sure I come to a close here. Ms. Carter, just know that you have blessed us today. We cannot Thank do this. You. We cannot do this alone, ladies and gentlemen. So for those of you that are still listening with us, you've got the information. It will be posted on our website at igmainc.org so that you too can take advantage. And please, please, please know that this episode will be aired again as a podcast on our website, igmainc.org. Once again, that's IGM, IGMA inc.org to learn more about our nonprofit offerings. And please, please, please remember to scroll down after the broadcast that you're listening to on this radio station. Please remember to check out all of the other radio personalities, especially our DJ Jazzy for an eclectic listening experience every weekend. So until next Saturday at 5 p.m., stay healthy and safe. And remember what we value here at IGMA 
is all that matters to you. And Ms. Carter, thank you again. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, good night.